2: CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location, featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. Now, let's go on location to Seattle, Washington, and our exclusive coverage of HempFest 2016.
1: Good day, tokers and tokettes and non-toking lovers of liberty. Radical Rust backstage. Day three of the 25th anniversary, Seattle Hemp Fest. And I have the Seattle Hemp Fest honoree this year. Joy Beckerman is joining us.
0: Beyond humbled, told that Vivian, he could have given that award to me alone in a room by ourselves, and it would have meant just the very same thing. That was an incredible honor.
1: What is the official title of it? I didn't catch that.
0: Amen. No, it's called the Excellence in Regional Cannabis Activism of the Year Award.
1: I see. And a lot of this has to do with your activism in getting Washington to finally, after legalizing recreational cannabis, to finally get around to legalizing industrial hemp.
0: (laughs) Isn't it amazing? And, you know, back in the 90s, we predicted, actually, that that would happen, that it would take marijuana to sort of blow the doors down for industrial hemp. Now, while it didn't in some other states, it did here. So while we have 13 million square feet of legal canopy of marijuana growing here in the state... It better have
1: 0.3% THC in it.
0: uh, It has to have at least 0.3%. We have not yet planted an actual legal industrial hemp plant since Prohibition here in the state Uh of Washington. So those gorgeous hemp plants that you see in the Hemposium tent uh, at Seattle Hemp Fest this year, that is an act of civil disobedience. Those are actually not legal hemp plants. We're in our rulemaking process now. I'm very pleased to be a part of that for the 2017 growing season. Wow,
1: so right now, plants in the Hemposium won't get you stoned enough to be legal.
0: And they will so not get you stoned that you will, in fact, get a headache. They do go the other way as yeah. people, to, much to most folks' chagrin.
1: My go- my goodness, if you're going to have cannabis plants here, they better get somebody high.
0: <laughs> Indeed. And something you'd appreciate, Russ, and these emails, of course, will go in the archive and we'll all be able to laugh at them once this insane issue of Point 3, which, of course, we both know painfully well is not based in science, goes yeah. away. So we've had folks wanting to grow hemp so badly in the state of Washington that I've been forwarded emails that are like, what should I do? This is what the Liquor Cannabis Board said. And they would send an email to the liquor cannabis board say, hey can I get a marijuana like I'm willing to get a five oh two marijuana license to grow industrial hemp. So the response has gone back, this is prior to our legislation industrial hemp is a Schedule One controlled substance in the state of Washington. Anything below 0.3% THC in cannabis is a Schedule One controlled substance in the state of Washington, and it is neither legal nor regulated by the Liquor and Cannabis Board, and the Washington State Department of Agriculture is not issuing licenses because it hasn't been legalized.
1: So, why not take advantage of that? Because I've heard hemp growers complain about the 0.3 limit, saying it doesn't allow the hemp plant to have as much protection from UV and stuff like that. So, why not Get the license and grow 0.5% and be legal and have stronger hemp at that? You wouldn't be able then to participate in really what is
0: the number one. I'm so glad you asked this question because it gets to the big heart of the issue, which is infrastructure is really oh. what we need here. So then we wouldn't be able to participate, particularly in this state where in our legislation it ha- we've, we're prohibited from collecting the plant material for phytocannabinoid extraction. Okay. So the first industry that the budding, brand new reintroducing level of uh, industrial hemp crop is going to go in is human consumption. And so in order to enter that human consumption market which is ginormous it absolutely must be under 0.3 and and frankly well under 0.3 because once we get into volume of let's say beautiful cold pressed oil we don't want parts per million to sneak above we don't want anyone to test positive in a, a workplace drug test so on and so forth so and that's the first industry that we can access because we have actually seed pressing infrastructure already set up in most states and that's certainly true of Washington and then even what we call meal seed meal cake uh, processing infrastructure already set up. And and I'll just quickly add to that that what I mean by seed meal is after we press that oil, cold press that oil, that seed, what's left over is something called seed cake. And it still has a teeny bit of oil left in it, but it has the hull and that creamy white nut that's in the middle of it. That's what's left over after they press the seed and it's like pelletized it comes out. And then we take that and dry it and then crush it up And then we use sifters to create protein powder. Now, I used to think that the protein powder was the hemp seed crushed up. No, that would be a nut butter. It's actually the seed cake left over from the seed pressing, oil pressing, that we mill that and then sift it into different levels of fine grade protein powder all the way down to what we call sort of a coarse ground meal, which is mostly hulls and an incredible source of soluble dietary fiber and copper and folic acid. Wow, I'm stoned, brother. I could go on. you got to
1: stop me. <laughs> okay, so to boil it all down, the hemp has to be below 0.3% because the leading thing we would use it for is human ingestion and then it has to be below 0.3 for other laws that are built on that because you don't want to test positive and all of that.
0: Can't uh, wait till that whole thing is removed yeah. to hear you regurgitate what I just said back. It's like, ah!
1: Yeah, go away, points It's three. crazy, and then uh, but and then if you if you wanted to grow 0.5 under I, I five oh two for the stock for the fiber for hempcrete productions or whatever, we just don't really have the infrastructure to handle the result at this point.
0: And because you are a law and policy buff, which is why uh, there are many reasons I love you, brother. But you know you're my type, brother because you're a freaking nerd and half a with nerd. law and policy, so you'll really appreciate yeah. the response to this. Okay, actually, no, because once we're above point three, we're defined as marijuana here, and you wouldn't believe what. you're you got to do with the stocks under the law. Oh, no. Da, 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 da. <laughs> now, that <laughs> in terms of disposal, which is they have to be, although I've got some ideas, which I'm actually not going to share with the general public, we do have to render them non-usable somehow by 50%, okay. and there are things we can add to that, but there's a lot of folks wanting to make a legislative change, and frankly that's just a, a tweak of a legislative change and one that just needs to be moved up the priority chain. Okay. As it's also an environmental travesty, the amount of biomass mass that 13 million square feet of legal canopy creates of the world's finest cellulose yes that must be destroyed under the law of the land it is an environmental travesty it's unacceptable
1: i don't think people out there even know that that when we're producing all of this fine cannabis bud in washington state the rest of it is is the leaf done away with too.
0: Oh, anything that is... Uh, oh, no, they're allowed to use trim. Well, I suppose they just keep what's called the sugar leaf for right, trim, right, right. right? You're talking to the hemp girl, although I'm pretty... I've been around this marijuana thing for a good quarter century and hemp, but I think that at some point it becomes waste, and the, that same RCW, Revised Code of Washington, that governs waste for the stock would govern waste for those okay. fan leaves that are just totally nobody
1: wants them. Wow. What a weird setup.
0: Isn't that something?
1: <laughs> well, we're continuing to move forward. You have uh, done a great job in your activism in getting this law passed. When will we see a hemp harvest in Washington State?
0: Oh, great question. And I also, very quickly before I answer that question, wanted to say, and who got the excellence for National Cannabis Activism of the Year award? Our own Rick Steves. Oh,
1: yes. Rick Steves was uh, last, uh, or Friday night. They all start to blend together now.
0: Mm-hmm. And he spoke yesterday on Main Stage. I got to follow him.
1: Oh, good, mm-hmm. good. And, and... You know, I always uh, tell people that flip through PBS, look for look on your guide for Rick Steves Europe because you're thinking, oh, it's grandma's show. I don't really care. Load a bowl and watch that show because, you know, I'm not uh, the hugest fan of religion, but some of the, the architecture and art that you see on his show is... You're
0: learning sociology. It's fascinating.
1: It's mind-blowing. And, and he does, if you watch close, he sneaks in... Little references to the fact that Europeans are cool as far as cannabis goes,
0: i.e., civil rights, yeah, and yeah. tolerance. Well done in those processes. But to answer your question, and what we didn't say is, of course, that he is a member of the. National Board of Normal, the National Organization yes. for the For Marijuana Laws. So go normal because and we live two miles apart from each other.
1: And he was once Lutheran of the Year.
0: And he was once Lutheran of the Year. He's a he's a fantastically church-going yeah. pot pot smoker. Absolutely. So to answer your question, though, and thank you for asking it, we certainly hope that the rules process and by we, I mean the WSDA is just as invested in this and frankly just as excited about this and we're very blessed that our state legislature actually funded a full-time employee position to coordinate this rules program and she's wonderful and she's an attorney and has three master's degrees and is fantastically open and excited to involve the public in this process. So once we get the rules done under our rulemaking process, which is very timed and regimented with all of these types of situations, not just cannabis, we hope those applications will be out in time for farmers and, and folks interested in participating in our agricultural pilot program, because, of course, it's under Section 7606 of the Federal Farm Bill, which is the legitimacy of industrial hemp research. They will complete those applications. We'll be able to look at them. I shouldn't say we. The state of Washington, certainly that's specific to the WSDA. Look at them issue those who are eligible licenses in enough time to order seeds to put them in the ground for the growing season, in which case we hope that September, and maybe even in some cases late August, we will see the very of 2017, we'll see the very first Washington State hemp harvest.
1: All right.
0: Meantime, I'm headed to Oregon, brother. They're already starting out there. That's
1: right. We are growing in Oregon. So much is happening. When do we start getting that infrastructure that we need?
0: Well, because you folks in Oregon, unlike in Washington, are not prohibited, thus allowed, to extract the plant material, i.e. the leaves and the buds of the industrial hemp plant for phytocannabinoid extraction... And just to dull that down a little bit, for CBD extraction, cannabidiol extraction, and all of the others, obviously, you're allowed to do that there. And not only are you allowed to do that in Oregon, you have an infrastructure, amazingly, already set up for extraction, as we do here, but we want, we're we not able to access it because our law specifically says you will not be allowed to collect the plant material or extract. As a matter of fact, to, to be specific, it says if it is for topical in, ingestion, inhalation of any kind, only the seeds may be processed. Oh. Yeah, so, and, and the WSGA was very clear in writing that. They didn't want any loopholes because they're very clear, like Canada, who was legalized in 1998, and they're not allowed right now. Of course, they're raging against it and really wanting to that right to get into this sort of low hanging fruit, amazing market of CBD. But they're not allowed in Canada to this day. That biomass is not to leave the farm. It cannot be collected and no phytocannabinoids extracted. So, to answer your question, you since you have an extraction infrastructure and you're allowed to extract, boom, it already exists in Oregon. So, fully for you. Right. Um, and then it's, folks are already pressing seed. Cliff Warner, amazing. Edgar Winters from Natural Good Medicine. Uh, and Cliff... Warner, um, that's shit, that's not his name and I'm so sorry, it's Cliff Thompson. Okay, yeah. now I'm just butchering it. Uh, but <laughs> but he... He's, Warner's
1: marijuana gateway to health. Uh, yeah, exactly,
0: Never like on Facebook, brother. But he is pressing oil and making his own protein powders. so you guys are doing it, brother. Right. We Love can't it. wait till you can process the stock. None of us can. All the states want to process that stock. That's called decortication and it's coming.
1: All right. We keep looking forward to that. Joy Beckerman is our hemp expert. One of our Many hemp experts that we have here At the Seattle Hemp Fest And we're friends and I've interviewed you so many times That you get to be the victim of the inaugural Radical Russ Non-marijuana question of the interview Are you ready? Oh my god, I'm
0: bracing myself Because not many people can throw me a trick when you fucking can
1: They're easy No, These are easy, not meant to be hardball questions or anything like that They're just meant to show that the cannabis community Is a broad and diverse community You are going to the first trip to Mars you're going to be you know planting hemp on mars let's say and because you're in a tight capsule there's a strict weight limit and uh, you can only take there i mean memory limit on the uh, on the computers and such and you can only take 3 albums with you to Mars, which three albums of music would you take with you? This is a variation on the, uh, you're stranded on a desert island question. I forget, let's go to Mars.
0: Yes, okay. It's so immediate, it's like ridiculous. Grateful Dead, Working Man's Dead, Bob Marley Legend, and Nobody Judge Me Motherfuckers, Crosby, Stills, and Nash's greatest
1: (laughs) hit. There we go, I love it. Joy Berkerman, we're live back here at Seattle
2: Hemp Fest. We got to go because this weed ain't going to smoke itself. Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing. On location, only on CannabisRadio.com. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com.